Wow. Hey, everyone, stay standing for just a second, because you'll be sitting back down in a second anyway. I can never live up to that introduction. I was looking like, who's he talking about here? But I'm sure glad to be here uh, with you today. Before we do one other thing, I want to just ask you to give the biggest and best applause to the one who deserves it the most and the one who loves you the most, and that's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Would you do that? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, you can even do better. You're right there. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I'm so excited and just honored to be at chapel with you today. I've been looking forward to this for so long. I really have. And I'm looking at all you awesome students today. And I want to just tell you, I, I sat right where you sit. I mean, I, I, I did it right here for four years, just like you're doing. But it's your time to shine. It's your time to shine. And God has great things ahead for you. Uh, when I was here at Norris Central uh, many years ago, I'd really, you know, I was a preacher's kid, really hadn't gone anywhere, done much of anything. But who knows what can come out of this college? All of the great opportunities, all of the great people that come out of this place. And I was just looking the other day, just in my travels and ministry, but all over the United States, all of the states except for three, I think, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, and Vermont. Oh, I've been to Vermont skiing. But uh, anyway... Uh, and right now I've been able to minister, at least travel in 43 different countries, starting here with nothing and just what God does. Little becomes much if you'll just place it in the Lord's hands. And I'm telling you what, God has great things for every single one of you. How many believe that and receive that? Can I get a witness? Amen. I mean, when God created you, you were volume one, number one, and then he threw away the mold. And the reason why you are where you're at is because he must have wanted someone just like you, but God has great things ahead for you. Amen. I want to just say, too, thank you for the worship team that just led us. You have just incredible worship here at North Central University. Um, you've got Jeff Dale, good grief, Sonic Flood. How does that ever happen? And then, I mean, how does a campus get that? And then, I mean, I really could sing of your love forever. Amen. But anyway... Uh, and then uh, uh, also uh, Ellington Porter, who came from my town. I'll call him the Duke, the Duke Ellington. You can look it up on, for you. Just uh, Google it. You'll find it there. All right. Then uh, I'm, deeply connect, uh, I'm deeply connected. Excuse me. I just got to get a drink here for a second. I had one of those little specks in my throat. Have you ever had that happen to you? I'm deeply connected to North Central University. Uh, my father attended North Central University. My mother attended North Central University. Three of my uncles attended here. Two of my aunts attended here. At least five of my cousins attended here. Both of my brothers attended here. Eight of my ministry staff has attended here, including our, uh, including our present worship uh, leader. So we, I, we've had eight staff members uh, that have attended right here at North Central, some of our finest. Uh, my wife, Barbara, attended North Central University right here. In fact, would you stand up, Barbara? This is my wife, Barbara. 
In fact, we were actually married in this very chapel 46 years ago, right here, right here. Yeah, right here. And we were only 19 years old. I'm telling you, somebody should have slapped us. I don't even know what, what, what we were thinking at that time. What do you know when you're 19 years old? If my kid came to me when I was 19 years old, I'd say, you know, come back here when you're 27. But anyway, um, so, and then we started out at the Gray Apartments. Uh, some of you only know that by legend. Now they're called the Golden Apartments or whatever they are, but they're right over here. That's where we started out. Then I've had the privilege, everyone, of just being friends with so many great leaders who are connected with North Central University. I'm talking about being friends of these people, G. Raymond Carlson, Thomas Trask, E.M. Clark, Don Argue, Gordon Anderson, Rich and Robin Wilkerson. I know all of these people on a first-name basis. They call me Perry, and I call them doctor. Anyway, it's a little uh, joke for the doctors in here. Uh, and now, Dr. Scott Hagen. Dr. Scott and Karen Hagen are longtime dear friends of ours. In fact, we pastor the church that, uh, Karen, uh, uh, that Scott and Karen planted years ago in Elk Grove, California, in Sacramento. They planted an awesome church called Harvest Church. We were there for 11 years. They were there for 11 years, and then we followed them. Usually, the guy that follows someone like Scott's there for maybe for one or two years. He's the interim guy. Uh, but I followed him. God called us out to that wonderful church, and we've been there now for 20 years. And so it's just been an awesome, awesome thing. And that's where I got to know Ellington back in the day as well. So uh, anyway, just a privilege to be here. October is Pastor Appreciation Month, but I think it should just as well be called College Presidents and Professors and Faculty and Staff Appreciation Month. So today, I'd like to just ask you in joining me in giving a special honor to Dr. Scott and Karen Hagen and the incredibly gifted faculty and staff right here at North Central University. Wait a second. Yes, just like that. That's what I was hoping for. Give them all a God bless you, all of our professors, all of our faculty and staff, and all of our presidents. And I have just the greatest admiration uh, for all of the professors and all of the scholars in the room today and how your lives are being, you know, multiplied through the students that you're teaching. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, I, I, I forgot my Bible uh, behind, and so I went and bought one at the, uh, at the bookstore, a, a uh, North Central official Bible. And, and so, because preachers, those of you that are Bible pastoral majors, make sure that you always carry your Bible everywhere you go. I'm talking about when you come up to the platform. Of course, you're going to carry your iPad. You won't even like whatever. But, um, but then I opened it up, and it's too tiny for me to even read. So it is a student version because you cannot read. So, uh, sir, right here, I'm going to just give you a Bible. Do you have one of these yet? This is an official. Do you have one? You do, do you have one? You do? Okay, then you go. Okay. If you have one already, give it to somebody who doesn't have one. All right. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to talk today, I want to preach and teach on the subject called what to say when you pray. Prayer has really been an important part of my life and ministry. 
So we're going to talk about what to say when you pray, and we're going to talk about how you can live the Lord's Prayer in your life. It becomes a part of your life. This message that I'm sharing with you this morning is road-tested, and it's a life-changer. So uh, when you begin to pray the prayer that the Lord taught us to pray, it'll transform your life. Sometimes we know this prayer, but we don't really know how it works, all right? So I want to just ask you here this morning uh, just to pray this prayer with me right now as we just begin, would you? Let's just pray the prayer that the Lord taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And all of God's people said amen. Amen. Two truths. But by the way, did you get notes this morning? Do all of you have notes? All right, in case we missed you, just lift your hand and maybe we can serve you with this set. But you'll need notes just to have a good framework, all right? Two truths about prayer modeled by Jesus. How many know that Jesus was a prayer, amen? Number one, be consistent in your prayers. Everyone say it with me this morning. Be consistent in your prayers. And by the way, everyone this morning, I just want you for just the next 20 minutes to really engage with what I've got to share because it will absolutely change and transform your life. And so uh, say it with me this morning. Be consistent in your prayers. And the Bible says Jesus came out and he went, as was his custom or habit, to the Mount of Olives. Someday you'll go to Israel and you'll see the Mount of Olives. And the disciples followed him. And when he came to the place, he said to them, pray that you might not enter into temptation. So they, he, Jesus knew something about prayer. He said, pray that you won't enter into temptation. But Jesus did this as was his custom. He went out to pray. Always. He, he went out to pray every day. He was consistent in his prayers. So Jesus was a person of prayer, Jesus had a place of prayer, and Jesus had a pattern of prayer. So if Jesus was consistent in his prayers, how many know that we need to be consistent in our prayers? Can I get a witness, amen? So be consistent in your prayers. I always thought if Jesus needed to pray, pray possibly I need to pray. What do you think, huh? Secondly, this morning, be persistent in your prayers. Not only consistent, but persistent in your prayers. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Say with me this morning, I should always pray and not give up. Then he went into this uh, parable about the, the widow who knocked on the door, came before the, the, the ruling authority at that time, the judge or the king, and, and, he, and she just kept on asking until he gave her what she wanted, the persistent widow. Widow, how many of you remember that story, right? So... What I want to say here this morning is this, is your prayers matter and they make a difference. In fact, the Bible says this, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. So your prayers matter and they make a difference. So the Lord's Prayer, everyone say with me this morning, the Lord's Prayer, it could actually be called the Disciples' Prayer, but it's called the Lord's Prayer. Really, maybe the Lord's Prayer is John chapter 17, but we call this the Lord's Prayer because it's the prayer that the Lord taught his disciples to pray. So it's found in Matthew chapter 6 in the Sermon on the Mount. By the way, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus spoke, spoke on about 22 different things in the, in the Sermon on the Mount, but he spent a good deal of time on prayer. And so it's found in Matthew chapter 6 and also Luke chapter 11. So when you begin praying the Lord's Prayer, you'll begin living the Lord's Prayer. Say with me this morning, when I began praying the Lord's Prayer, say with me, I'll begin what? Living the Lord's Prayer. Man, you guys are good. 
All right, you're, you're, you're just smack right on this morning. Now, the Lord's Prayer, as it's called, is one of the most famous and well-known prayers in the world. It's also one of the most prayed prayers in the world. This is the prayer that I started praying when I first became a pastor about 30 years ago. And I was pastoring in a city called Auburn Hills, Michigan. It was the first time that I was uh, a, a pastor of a, of a church, a lead pastor. So you get to town and you think like, well, maybe something's going to change now. Here I, here I am. We're ready to go. And that first year, we grew from 90 down to 70. And the first year, it was really exciting. And, uh, and then I went out to walk and pray. And I just went out one day and said, God, I really don't know. I've gone to Bible college and all of this thing. I've done all these things, but I don't really quite know how this is going to come together. But I, the Holy Spirit just showed me in that moment that I was on my first prayer walk. And I went out to walk and pray, and I just went a half an hour one way and went a half an hour back. And I came back and, and came back to church, and I stood be, behind the pulpit. And I said, I don't know how this is all going to pan out. But I, I'm just t- going to tell you that any time that I step behind the pulpit, you'll know that I've gone out to walk and pray an hour, that I've been with God. And I just started out, and we started out with one service, two services, three services. I'm, we were doing Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. But as we were praying, I'll tell you what, God began to bless that church, and that church grew from one service to two services to three services. When I first got to Michigan, we, we were the 172nd largest church out of 250. I thought, wow, at least we're not at the bottom. We had about 100 people, maybe we had like 90 people, whatever it was, and we grew in reverse for the first year. But I'll tell you what, when we began to pray, God began to bless that church so much so that uh, after 11 years of ministry, we were, in the, we were a top 10 church in the district. We had a lot of pastors that called and they said, Pastor Perry, your church is growing so much. What are you doing over there? And I said, well, uh, what kind of program do you have? What kind of a thing you got going on? And I said, you know, we really don't have much of a program. We're just kind of praying a lot more. And then they would say, that, uh, yeah, but besides that, what are you doing? Uh, no, but here's what I want you to know. That's the main thing. It's not all of your prayer, not all of your program, but the thing is to get alone with God and get a revelation from God. And I'll tell you what, things will start to bloom in your life. That's where God will do. I always tell our staff members, make sure after you've prepared, by the way, sermons come two different ways. They come by inspiration and they come by perspiration, but they're both good ways. You'll find God either way, but make sure when you've prepared that you've gone out to pray Because when you go out to pray, God will do an end run around all of your efforts, and that's where God's multiplication comes in, is when you pray. Can I get a witness here this morning? So Jesus taught his disciples to pray, and he said this, when you pray, say. This is what Jesus said. When you pray, say. Say with me this morning. When you pray, say. So his disciples are watching Jesus. He knew that he had a life of prayer. They said, Jesus, teach us to pray. And, and he says, okay, I'll teach you to pray. Then he said this, when you pray, say. And then he starts out with the Lord's Prayer. Now, I've been praying the Lord's Prayer for about 30 years. We started walking, walking and praying. I started out walking and praying three days a week, and every time we'd add a service, I'd add a day of prayer. Uh, for about the last almost 30 years, I've been praying six days a week. I pray Monday through Saturday every single morning to go out and walk and pray. I spend time alone with God, and if you'll spend some time alone with God, it'll set the heading on your day. God will give you revelation knowledge that he can only give you. You've got a certain amount of knowledge, but God will speak to you and guide you. 
And I've prayed this prayer that I'm sharing with you right now um, thousands of times, and it never grows old. But I found this prayer, is, it's broken down into five parts. Hold up your hand and just give me a five just like that, all right? It's broken down into five parts, all right? And so you can always remember this prayer by just the five parts of the prayer. And then as the Lord spoke to my heart all through these years, and I've taught on this prayer and so forth, he's just showed me a few key things about it that I'll share with you this morning, all right? So uh, five key things, I think, that you can remember about this prayer. So this morning, everyone, we're talking about one thing, which is prayer. We're talking about the Lord's Prayer. This is the one thing that we're talking about, but we're talking about it in five different ways, all right? Are you ready to go with me now? Now we're really going to sail because we're just going to one, two, three, four, five. Okay, first of all, the Lord's Prayer is a prayer of worship. Say with me this morning, worship. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. In fact, I'd like you to just say that with me this morning. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, or blessed be your name. I was searching about, you know, all of the names of God, like Jehovah Shalom, our peace, uh, Jehovah Rohi, our healer, uh, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, all of these. I've, there are so many names for God in the Old and New Testament. I found a site just the other day that had 950 names of God. 950. Some other theologian might say, well, there's 276. But I can tell you what, if you Google it, 950 names of God, it'll come up. And, and, and what I'm saying is, uh, how, whether it's 300 names of God or whether it's 950 names of God, God is a big God. Say with me this morning, God is a big God. He's big enough to rule this mighty universe, yet he's small enough to live within our hearts. But God is a big God. Our Father in heaven, hallowed or blessed be your name. And so we go into this prayer with hallowing the name of God, and we say, God, I just bless you this morning. In fact, David the psalmist wrote it this way, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Say that with me right now. I will bless the Lord. So, oh, I, I got to have you preaching right back at me. You know how to do this, all right? Say it with me real loud, students, this morning. I love you all. Say it with me. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall what? Continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. So that means that we praise God in the good times and the bad times and all times. And it says this, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Say that with me this morning. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. How many of you know that in, in Minnesota, every now and then you've got to use jumper cables? And every now and then you've got to tell your soul what to do. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Why do we bless the Lord? Bless the Lord. One of the great reasons why we bless the Lord is if you just think about it, bless the Lord because of all of his benefits. How many know that you are greatly benefited by being a believer? And the Bible says this, bless the Lord, O my soul, forget not all of his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all of your diseases. Let me just stop right there. How many of you are glad that you're forgiven this morning? Say amen. I didn't say that you're perfect None of us are perfect, but we're following somebody who is perfect, and he's working out his perfection in us. He's begun a good work, but you're forgiven this morning. Who heals all your disease? How many glad for healing this morning? Amen? Who redeems your life from the pit? Uh, man, I'll bet you, I would just wish I knew some of the testimonies in this place because many of you have been delivered from the pit. And if it's only the grace of God that you're here this morning, but he redeemed you from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good things so that your youth is renewed just like the eagles. Hallelujah. I know that you guys are all young and you got all kinds of energy, but the Bible says even the youth get tired every now and then. You ever been tired? 
The reason why you're tired is because you never go to bed. Go to bed sometime. Revelation. Well, well, you rest, your body repairs. Well, you rest, your brain reboots. Sleep, it needs to be talked on a little bit uh, more these days because you need more of it. Go to bed by midnight, my goodness. Okay. Had to get that out. Secondly, the, the Lord's Prayer is a prayer of obedience. Say with me this morning, obedience. And it says this, what, your kingdom come and your will be done. Read it with me right now. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Now, the best way to live life is by living it God's way, not your way, but God's way. So when you pray, as part of this prayer, you say, God, your kingdom come, your will be done. And when we pray that prayer, here's what we're saying. First of all, we're saying this, and you can write it in your notes. Your will and your way. Say with me this morning, your will and your way. Your purpose and your plan. Your purpose and your plan. Your rule and your reign. That's what we're saying. God, I don't want it my way. I want yours way. Remember when Jesus went to the cross? He said, God, I don't want to go to the cross if I don't have to. He prayed and he sweat sweat tears of blood. But then he said, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. How do you know that his will is always better than our will? And, be, and if you'll be obedient in your life, I'll tell you what, God's will will be unfolded in your life and God will lift you up. Because Jesus was obedient even to the death on the cross. Remember Jesus died on the cross because he was obedient, even obedient to the death on the cross. God is humbled. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. God has highly exalted him and given him the name that is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus Christ every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. But why was he exalted? He was exalted because he was obedient. And just as God exalted Jesus because of his obedience, God will bless your life because of your obedience. The more obedient you are, the more blessed you will be. Can I get a witness here this morning? And I like what the Lord says. How many want to live a life of obedience, by the way, everyone here this morning? Amen. I love what the Lord says to Joshua about obedience. He says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Uh, meditate on it day and night so you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and you'll be successful if you're obedient to the word of God and obedient to the voice of God. Hallelujah. Are you still with me this morning? Two more points. That's all I've got left. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's hope this morning. Can I get a way to say, there's hope? So now we have three parts of this prayer, everyone. The third part is this, is a prayer of provision. Say with me, provision. And then he says this, give us this day our daily bread. Hallelujah. How many of you, everyone, look at me right now, all of you students, you good-looking students, how many know that God is our provider? Jehovah Jireh, our provider, and his provision shall be seen. Am I out of time already? Oh, I am out of time. I'm sorry. I got to close. I got to close. Okay. He said, he said give, us, give us this day our daily bread, and so our daily provision in our life. How many are glad that somehow, some way, God has made it a way so that you can be here today? He's always provided for you. And when we're talking about our daily bread, we're talking about bread, food. How many of you love food, right? I love food. I love the taste of food. I love the temperature of food. I love the texture of food. I love any type of food. I love food. 
This is one of the great food cities in the whole United States, right here in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Have you tried White Castle yet? Man, it is so good. I love it. White Castle, guys, you got to just try it. So God provides for us. Hallelujah. All right, everyone. Uh, God really provides for us, and he really does. And God will provide for you. Uh, as you as you follow him, he's going to find a way to provide for you. He really will. Um, we love North Central University. And uh, even right before the pandemic, we celebrated our 30th year, of, uh, 30th year at Harvest Church. Pastor Scott was there. And uh, uh, we were able to just bless North Central with a, just a great offering for um, the future development here, the new academic center and everything. Today, just uh, in this chapel alone, uh, I just wanted to just give you guys a gift. And uh, the gift that I want to give you here is we want to scholarship three people from, uh, for 2022, pardon me, 2022, we want to scholarship three individuals from each of the classes, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, and we want to give them each a $1,000 scholarship in 2022 for the next semester, and so there's a check here. That'll be, we're going to make 12 disciples this morning, so that'll be $12,000, and so we just want to do that and give that to, pa- to <laughs> Pastor Scott. And, uh, and that'll end up being, to someone here, one caveat that one of those students in each class is a Bible pastoral, since that was my, my major. But anyway, other than that, it all goes out. And we raised a whole lot more for scholarships last night, so praise God. God is our provider, amen? And then I'm almost finished right now. A prayer of forgiveness right now. Uh, the Lord's Prayer is a prayer of forgiveness. How many know that we all need to be forgiven? Amen. It's a prayer of forgiveness. You can read the notes on that. Last thing is, the Lord's Prayer is a prayer of deliverance. It, man, time just flies by when I'm preaching here at, 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 at this college. It's a prayer of deliverance. The Lord's Prayer is a prayer of deliverance. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Hallelujah. And how do you know that you're going to run into the evil one if you're right here in Minneapolis? And I'm telling you, you can be in college and you can say, well, I'm a Christian. I, I go to Bible college because I'm a Christian. I'm telling you, what, you can get into just much trouble here as you can get anywhere. But you better stay locked in to the Lord. Hallelujah. So it's a prayer of deliverance. Lead me not to temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. Say with me this morning. Lead me not to temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Man, I had a really good illustration here, but I'll share it, and then I'll, I'll be done. Anyway, there's this little, this one uh, uh, southern evangelist. Her name was Sister Lula, and she was from Kentucky, and she was preaching about the devil. How many of you the devil's a bad devil? And she said, she's just preaching away, lead us not temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. The, but she was saying, God is a good do- God, but the devil's a bad devil, and there's nothing good about the devil. In fact, the entirety of his name is entirety of his name is evil. And so he said, you just take the devil, D-E-V-I-L, D-E-V-L, there's nothing good about his name. You take away the D and what do you got left? Evil, and the devil's an evil person. Can I get a witness? And if you take away the E, what you've got? You've got vile, and the devil is vile. You take away V, and what do you got? Ill, and the devil will make you ill. And if you take away the I, all you got left is L, and that's exactly where you're going to go if you serve the devil. Can I get a witness? But anyway, uh, lead us, say it with me this morning, lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
The Lord's Prayer is a prayer of worship. It's a prayer of obedience. It's a prayer of provision. It's a prayer of forgiveness. It's a prayer of deliverance. And it's a prayer that has changed my life and a prayer that will change your life as well. And I bless you right now. Let me pray for you. Father in heaven, I thank you right now for every student in this place today. God, I thank you right now. You have awesome things for each one. God, help us to be men and women of prayer, to follow you closely. And I just pray it in your holy name, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I just speak a blessing over every single person in this place right now. I bless them, Lord God. I pray, Lord, for your healing in them. I pray for your favor over them. And I pray for your provision in their life. And I pray it in the mighty name of Jesus. And all of God's people said amen. Give the Lord the best hand of the morning, if you would. God bless you.